Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Mohawk Mama Soul. This podcast is especially, essentially for the writing soul. We don't focus on the writing craft. There are plenty of podcasts for that. But here, you are the focus. Your own personhood, not just what you produce. So let's go ahead and get started. Ultimately, you are a soul who writes. Writing is work. Writing is rest. It's your movement in the world, the unique embodiment of your freedom. You are a writer. If you hold yourself accountable for documenting, witnessing, journaling, educating, blogging, even writing copy, And this opens up others to their freedom, their imagination, their growth, and their healing. And it does so in such a way so that you are able to be generous with your love, with your gifts, with all of who you are, so that it will be an expression of your soul care from the inside out. That's what the Mohawk Mama Soul podcast is all about, helping you attend to your writing soul. What we do here is notice, nurture, and embody soul care in a culture of scarcity, noise, and frenzy. And so that is what you're welcomed into. And anything that we are talking about will always come back to three foundational things that you notice in order to nurture, in order to embody, even more earnestly and intentionally. Shalom describes my being in this moment. It describes my thinking. Shalom, it's not merely peace, it's wholeness. But what describes my body is great discomfort, great agitation. So we will see. We will see what this episode will turn into. Some of you have been around long enough to know that I've been documenting grief and its many nuances in my life. I've said many times that this this series that I'm doing is really about me. Well, it is all about me. And then it can become about us. I am deciding to document just areas in my life. I'm going to pause for a moment and return. All right, and so there have been losses 
and there have been gains. And I am looking at love living inside me and all of it. Grief and pain do not have to diminish my strength and courage and wisdom. It can be permitted to embolden me unquestionably. And that's some of what I'm going to muse about in this episode. And many of you know about my father, one of my fathers, Big G. And a lot of it has been about the, the navigating the grief with him being gone this first year. And interwoven in that story is my recent car collision a week ago. And I collect my thoughts even more slower, slowly, slow. <laughs> right now my pain is at, I would say, a five. If it gets to a seven, I won't even let it be dialogue. I will just stop recording and consider that good enough. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love or complete in love. We love him because he first loved us. That's wisdom and promise from 1 John 4.18. First we receive and then we reciprocate. The sequence matters. First we gather, then we give. I'm talking about love, but that applies to so much. How can we reciprocate what we don't receive? How can we give that which we don't gather? All right, so let's just have some little thoughts that are bursting from my mind and I am documenting this so that I can go back and so that my family and loved ones can go back. I'm leaving breadcrumbs of my presence here on this earth. That's why I podcast. I want I want to love well in my presence and my absence. And so, here are some of my thoughts. Grief and lament aren't proof of the absence of love. They are among love's many witnesses. Grief doesn't come to provoke us to fix something. Grief of every size, shape, and color appears on the scene of our lives as a first responder. 
Love uses the scalpel of grief to cut precisely and kindly through the thick layers of our autopilot lives to lead us towards an awakened, more attentive way of living and thinking. Grief is not a task you can check off once completed because it's not a to-do to complete. It's part of the activity of love's deep and wide work. Lamenting is a grace because it offers us healing from a different kind of poetic flow and song like diamonds on black velvet is the lament coming from my heart. Grief is a grace. One of its gifts is the gift of sobbing. Crying offers us healing physiologically, psychologically, and spiritually. Grief is not all sadness or all pain. Grief is eclectic. Oh, I like that word. It surrounds itself with lament and celebration. A memory surfaces and invites both sorrow and salute. Don't choose just one. Choose all of the above. There's no pass or fail in grief. It's about intimacy, not mere information. Resilient people aren't pain-free. Love makes resilient people audacious and creative in light of pain. Grief doesn't make you needy. It reveals ever-present needs in vulnerable spaces. Grief reveals strengths and weaknesses. They aren't rivals. Don't pretend the loss doesn't exist. Choose hospitality over humiliation. This in view of your ability and your permission to trust and connect. Take a pause from dissecting or giving a narrative for your grief or pain and give it a number. Like seven feels like a punch in the gut or maybe one feels like a mild dizzy spell. Pay attention to connect how your emotions link to your physical discomfort and your physical comfort. Shalom. If you're wondering how to find out more about the Soul Care Classrooms, 
then just visit mohawkmamastudio.com and then go to the hashtag Soul Care Classrooms hub tab and the details are there. One more thing I want to mention is that when we're thinking about how we refer to our own embodiment, we must remember to keep the human element about our bodies ever so present, to keep the kindness in view. Because one of the things we must also realize is that our body is us. This is the gift we've been given to have full expression of the activity of our humanity. And she is not part of us, but she is us. And so when you are referring to your own embodiment, refer to her in terms of endearment. Until we get together again, Shalom Sojourner. Share the Mom's Podcast with your friends. Jesus is always with your heart. He loves you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.